This is the Jocko Underground Podcast. Sitting here with Echo Charles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. sitting here with Echo Charles. We were gonna, I, I proposed mm-hmm. you're back from Hawaii. I figure you're ready to get back in the game on the mats of justice. I sent you a text. Hey, train at this time. We'll record done when we're done. Yeah. You, you denied. Yeah. You did not want to do it. You did I, not want to partake. I had literally 0% interest in taking <laughs> you up on that. Yeah. Well, why, why? Okay. Well, okay. I don't want to make this too long of a story, but we do yeah. run that risk. So <laughs> if a bunch of people just <laughs> left the chat. <laughs> first off, first off, you're correct. I am back from Hawaii and I am back in the game. hundred percent. So in Hawaii was, let's say uh, it, was a, it was a slacker trip. Okay. Bit of, I yeah. worked out a little bit, but I drank a lot of beer. Um, not got partied or nothing like this, but like, you know, and I don't really drink that much beer. Mm-hmm. Bad. So anyway, diet kind of fell off. Anyway, so when I get back and, you know, we all feel like that when we get back from vacation, I'm getting, I'm going hard. In fact, setting straight up goals mm-hmm. with oh, numbers, with Just numbers. Check, check this brother out. <laughs> so anyway, the past week has been strong, mm-hmm. strong, like on the path. Good numbers way ahead. I'm ahead of schedule. Training jujitsu is friends. on the schedule and has been. I've been training all week, uh, lifting everything. Okay. When you texted me today, right? A, jujitsu training was not part of the schedule because I have a schedule. Uh, like I have a plan, like I'm training this day, this day, this day. Jujitsu should always be on the schedule. Every single day. Yes. See, I, I'm not there. Yeah. Okay. That's not that's not where I'm at on the in the program. See what I'm saying? Okay. So anyway, and I'm like in the middle or in the middle of my workout. Literally in the middle of my workout. At ten and o'clock in the morning. And, and you're over here. <laughs> at ten o'clock. In and the you're morning. over here. Well, let's go. Are you working like, out at ten I'm, o'clock in the morning? I am currently you training. Have, do you have a job, I'm, sir? I'm <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm currently training. Like a lunchtime so, workout starts at 1130. Yeah. A morning workout goes until 738. Hey, man. We'll what call are you it doing a, at 10? We'll call it a brunch workout. We, got some, <laughs> we have some people in town. We hung out in the morning a little bit. You know, I got uh, to the workout. Hit it hard. All good. But in the middle of it, then here comes your text. What kind of lift was it? Like, what did I do What today? did you do? Okay, I'm so. Like, oh, that was a bad question. Yeah, <laughs> You're about to get detailed. Lift. Way more detailed than anybody I did. A, put it this way. I did a shoulder circuit. Okay. I did an arm circuit. Yeah. And then I did a, a, a Metcon. Yeah. Like a aerodyne thing. <laughs> anyway, the aerosol bike. thing. So you were tired. I was in the middle of, the, of a workout. Mm. So you can't just roll in spontaneously changing <laughs> the whole program. Can't do that. It's not how it's going. You know, that's not how the workout uh, program works. So you say, let's train, which is going to be like less than however many hours. Then I said, let's train after we get done recording. Correct. And you said no to that too. Nope. Wasn't part of the program. <laughs> not part of the program so I like uh, how that's in your mind that's justification yeah like that's legitimate ju- you, you might as well have just said that's against the law or against yeah. the constitution of the United States of America what? that's how you're talking right now <laughs> because jujitsu wasn't predetermined correct so here's the weird that's thing freaking ridiculous what you right. just said right there you're you're like you're on you're on to something is because I thought to myself like, why wouldn't I? Because I felt the pressure. You know, when you're like, you know, when someone asks you to train and yeah, then you got to say you know say what no. you should morally do. You know what the right thing to do is. I wouldn't go that far. Just but, to train. But a little bit of that, what you just said, is true. Because it's kind of like, hey, it's not like I don't want to train. It's not like I don't want to do jujitsu. Like, I feel like me saying no to training is me saying no to a training opportunity. It's what it felt like. Especially you, did. you Jocko, 
have a way, and I think other people can vouch for this. You have a way of like saying stuff without saying stuff. <laughs> it's a text, bro. It's a text. I said, yeah. do you want to train at oh, noon? Yeah. We oh, record oh. afterwards. Oh, so you can imagine how powerful that is. <laughs> So, oh, so I feel it, and I felt it. There's no exception. You're like, oh yeah, let's train. I was sending brain negative brain waves yes. towards you. Oh yeah, <laughs> loud and clear. But every once in a while, so now I'm in a conundrum. Like, do I <laughs> do I give in to Jocko's freaking yes. pressure? It's positive Be- peer pressure. Here. Exactly right. So now you can imagine my. my Would you feel better if we trained? No. Right now? No. You got to be kidding me. Well, then again, I don't know. So this answer might- honestly. If we would have trained right now, had a good roll, did six, seven rounds, pretty chill, and and you would not feel better right now. I don't know. And I honestly say I don't know, and this is why. Because I think I went, you know how like you get on the program like for a week or however mm. many weeks? You might not know this, but this is part of the game sometimes, where you kind of go too hard. If you go too hard with a workout and too hard with a diet, then you can like go into overtraining. Okay. okay. Is that where you're at right no, now? No, no, no. But, <laughs> may, but may, but maybe that one maybe. that jiu-jitsu would have put you there. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Uh, if I'm on the program dude. and then the and, and I'm doing like if I double my workout, we'll say mm-hmm. or whatever. Is that part of the program? Yeah, this is what I'm going through in my head. By the way, to justify me saying no and not feel God. like guilty or whatever. So, but then, but then I th- I thought back to my whole like my whole life. My whole <laughs> It's just a text, bro. I just no. want to train. <laughs> I got back to my whole life when I started like working out and doing stuff, and when mm-hmm. I first learned about like working out in programs and stuff. I've always done that. I always like, even if it's like good for me, it's not part of the program. I'm not doing it. <laughs> because it's like it's almost. It started off with like, okay, if I do something different than the program, how do I know if this program actually works if I didn't follow okay. it correctly, right? So, but then I got so like so strict to that idea that it kind of mutated into this like. So how did drinking beer in Hawaii and not working out for three weeks? Set? How'd that fit on the program? It was that was not on the program. Okay, but nonetheless, what that's that's what I was like contemplating in my head. But here's the thing: look, after workout. I go into a recovery period. <laughs> <laughs> Jiu-jitsu with you, by the way, is not a recovery period. Uh, that is the opposite of recovery period. So anyway, <laughs> so we did not train. No, we did not train today. Maybe uh, we'll train tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow I have off. So don't even bother me tomorrow. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, here we are. We Can can you do this? Can you make it through this? Or do you get K-Dog in here? Get Carrie in here because you're I, recovering I, I right now. Go. <laughs> You gotta go use a Theragun on your on your shoulder whatever, or whatever. But whatever, but it's true. It's true. All right. Well, um, talk a little bit. I gotta ask a question. Um, the, the topic. The topic is is a common topic that you hear a lot of people say. It's you know um, with social media out there, no one. There's no consequences. Right, and someone's asking me, you know, hey, isn't it seem like social media has no consequences, and it's just it just makes anybody able to say anything? Yeah, and and that seemed like a really good launch point for me to like launch into, like, hell yeah, social media, no one no one would say that to my face, they would have to pay for that kind of thing, and. <laughs> 
and I was my my actual response was, well, actually, I don't really like. I'm not going to let some random unknown person on Twitter bother me, right? Yeah. So that's my recommendation. My recommendation is you don't let social media bother you because it's a lot. And I guess we have to give some credit to Joe Rogan on that because he tells people all the time. What does he say? He posts and ghosts. <laughs> he posts oh, yeah. and ghosts. But he did not read in the comments and he tells everyone don't don't read the comments. Yeah. And I think I, I can I can I can actually read the comments and sometimes they're funny and yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't let them get me mad. Yeah. How's it gonna get you mad? It's a random person. Yeah. And they gotta be bothered. You know, what what's going on in their world that they came onto your area and started yeah, putting yeah. comments down like they got they got issues man yeah you ain't got to worry about these people that are doing this stuff that's 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 where i'm coming from that being said there is there is a phenomenon that occurs on social media and it's sort of like a mob right it would be and it, not just social media but like the whole news everyone can kind of get caught up in in group think and I was just going through some of the some of the psychological causes of mob mentality, and I was I was looking at psychologytoday.com, and and I realized there's just when you see the the psychology of a mob and you compare it to this what you have on social media, it's the same thing. So in a mob, there's de-individuation. Right, meaning you're 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 part of a group, so you don't feel like you're you're yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. That you're part of this group, and that happens on social media. Like you see a bunch of people chiming in, well, you're gonna chime in too. Mm-hmm. You lose your own individual thought. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Number two, it's the same type of thing, but you, your identity, your personal identity. When you're part of a group, you lose your personal identity, and you take on the identity of the group. So this happens on social media. That's why social media is so divisive. Or I guess it's one of the reasons why social media is so divisive. One of the other reasons is because if you can't smack someone in the face. Mm-hmm. No. But but it is one of the reasons because people kind of lose their identity or they want to be part of that lynch mob that's throwing the hate, hate, hate. Like, let me jump in. You know the other thing that's funny about Twitter is you think you're going to say something and everyone's going to care about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, yeah, like true. no one actually does, yeah. you know. Yeah. Hey, actually, it's going to be interesting with, with Elon Musk trying to buy it. And he, he's been saying, I, want, I need to know how many of these are real people. And they won't tell. They won't tell him. So he's like, I'm out, bro. Yeah. He's like, I'm out, you know. That's yeah. like you're going to buy a, a house. Yeah. And you say, well, how many bedrooms on the house? They say, we're not telling. Uh, <laughs> they say 10 bedroom, right? And you say, well, that's a big house. Damn, this is gonna be a good deal. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of get word that some of those bedrooms aren't even there. Yeah, yeah. And you say it might be a, a five bedroom. Yeah. So now maybe I should be paying half for it. Yeah. So that's Elon Musk. So a lot of these, these Twitter responses and stuff, they're not even real people, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going on. Then here's what's going on, another thing from psychology, emotions. It says being part of a group can lead to heightened emotional states, be that excitement, anger, or hostility. How 
factually true as that with social media, right? Yeah. You're sitting there, you, you know, you just got done with dinner, you're feeling chill, you pick up your phone, and you see that, and you just decide to get all so, mad. Yeah. That's what happens, man. Yeah. That's what happens to people. It's crazy. Yeah. And then you, then you chime in, and here's the thing. If you're mad, and you post something, and I see that you posted, and it's gonna make me mad that I posted, it, it grows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a crazy thing. Yeah, it's real. Uh, it feels, I think this was Joe Rogan, actually, who mm-hmm. said this. He made a really good point, right? So the so Twitter, wherever, wherever, when you post something, you write something, you post it. When you post it, it's there. It's not like someone said it True. on the street, and then they're gone, and then you kind of would forget about it. You post it there, it's for you to see whenever, forever, and for everyone else to see. So it's almost like someone makes it a point to go on record to say X, Y, Z. That's what it feels like. It's there. There's an additional something to it, I think. It's definitely, it's definitely in some ways more than just saying it. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, yeah. if I walk by you and I say, oh, you bald bastard or yeah, whatever, yeah. cool. I, but if I put it and post it, well, then it's out yeah. there. It's actually like comparing it to like, I don't know, maybe you're a UFC fighter or, or, or a musician or something, and someone in the crowd is yelling, you suck, you know, kind of thing. It's like, that's lame, but they don't really care because mm-hmm. the show goes on, other stuff happens and whatever, yeah, you forget about it. Fades. It fades. Yeah. But this is like, like I said, someone going on record forever saying this one thing, you suck, and it's like right there <laughs> for you and everyone. Just, so it kind of feels like it's more official or something, yeah. you know? But even though it is literally the same thing. Well, also, the thing is, just like in the teams, if you ever let anybody know that something's bothering you, oh, yeah, it's yeah. Gonna, they're going to ride that thing, bro. They're going to ride it to the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can't yeah. let that happen. And I think it's the same thing here. Yeah. If you're getting all frustrated, mm-hmm. hey, wait a second. Wait, what? Who are you to say that to me? Like, you see, yeah. if you read Twitter, people say that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Hey, who are you to say that to me? Yeah, yeah. What have you done? They yeah. say that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, right? Sir. Yeah. That's, that's like a legitimate conversation with an unknown <laughs> entity. Yeah. That, that has no place. It's funny because, like, you know, when you talk about it like this, what? something you might call detached. Yeah, it's a detached, detached perspective, perspective over here. Seems real obvious, you know? Like, if you were to ask someone, true or false, it's okay to get into arguments on Facebook with people. True or false? I would say false. Most people would say false and pretty easy, too. Yeah. Unless you get some nuanced thing and someone's, like, talking about exceptions and all this other stuff. Um, but generally speaking, from a detached perspective, it's pretty obvious, you know? Like, should you let people you don't know or care about mm-hmm bother you yep by posting stuff on twitter should that bother you it's like no and then, and then check this out let's say you and i knew each other should I, should you and i get in an argument on tw- on facebook in front of all of our group of friends yeah does that because you could say well we don't know each other but no no i actually know echo why yeah. would he say that yeah yeah would it be appropriate if you're gonna if you and I are gonna argue? There's a party, and you and I argue. The best way to do it is you and I start yelling in the middle of the party, yeah, yeah. Is publicly, that s- publicly, yeah. and then just multiply that times a thousand or ten thousand or a hundred thousand because it's on social media. Yep. So none of this stuff makes sense. Yeah. None of it makes sense, and yet people are getting all ate up with it. This is kind of a similar thing. Acceptability. Behaviors that are usually seen as unacceptable become acceptable when others in a group are seen carrying them out. Yeah, so just the whole, the whole rules change. Yeah. 
I can say whatever I want. Echo, I can, oh, Echo called him that? Cool, yeah, I can yeah. say something even, even I can edge it up a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anonymity, this is a obvious one. People feel anonymous when they're within a large group, which reduces their sense of responsibility and accountability. Yeah. That's why people in riots go break windows and stuff. Yeah. They don't think they're gonna get caught. Diffusion of responsibility. Being part of a group creates the perception that violent or unacceptable behavior is not a personal responsibility, but a group one. So you're getting out of it, basically. Everyone else is hating on Echo. I'm gonna throw a couple jabs in there too. Yeah. You know, never mind his feelings. Yeah. (laughs) And if if he gets mad and somebody gotta pay the price, it's kinda like, I know in the group it does feel like that though. Where let's say there's a hundred people in the group, we're all doing something bad. I kind of feel like one one hundredth of the like responsibility of it. That's oh, what it feels like. Definitely, that's the psychology of it as well. Hundred percent. You know. So yeah, just go wild, right? Yeah. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happens, dude. Uh, the last one is the larger the group or crowd, the more likely there will be a de-individuation. Of and diffusion of responsibility. So what you just said, if there's a hundred people, you feel one one hundredth. If there's a thousand, then you feel one one thousandth, which is no yeah. guilt whatsoever. Yep. So that's what we're seeing. Uh, the mob mentality on the internet is the same thing that happens in a big giant riot, an out of control protest, whatever it's going to be. It's literally the same thing. Which is why you, as a person, should be careful not to get caught up in the mob doing dumb stuff. Because even though you might get away with it, it still is not good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? It just doesn't make sense. And, and, And also, you shouldn't let the mob affect you if they're coming at you and getting all crazy. It's they're not hurting you. They're they're saying words to you. They're they're putting little digital uh, letters together. So don't take it so seriously. Imagine if imagine if social media was just a hundred percent like fun. (laughs) Well, it was just all just for whatever reason, no one took it seriously. Yeah, like they took it as serious as they should, kind of a thing. Like like. Basically, we weren't al- yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the illusion of all this wasn't there. It was yeah. like it was. T- t- I was like, oh yeah, it's just a, yeah, it's a funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of how I. F- that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Yeah, and it's okay. Let, funny. let me ask you this because you're kind of in a, in a unique position, right? Where you have like a ton of followers. Mm. So you know when you're in that kind of public figure position, right? You know how it's it's obvious from the outside to be like, hey, you need to expect this kind of stuff, like strangers. Yeah. saying bad things about you potentially like you got to expect that kind yeah. of stuff versus someone who's not a public figure who just is sort of cruising on there mm-hmm. and just doing normal everyday stuff on there and then they take some hate by somebody they don't know it feels like hey man oh it, i feel like they would get affected by it just naturally a little bit more than a public figure type person yeah or should i say the public figure person should be affected by it less just because it almost is uh, super obvious that it comes with the territory almost yeah. kind of a thing yeah you, you're gonna people are gonna just gonna come at you i mean yeah. just like you know those little bird scooters you know what i'm talking about they're like little electric scooters yeah the, and you can the drive them around or there's like one called bird there's one okay. called lime they, yeah, yeah. i think uh, uber has them now okay 
Well, they they put them out in like the neighborhood where I live, mm-hmm. and people just destroyed people just destroyed them, bro. <laughs> they hopped them off the cliff. Oh, they, right. they threw them through windows. It was like mayhem. Wait, you can like rent them or something? Yeah, right? you, you you have an app on your phone. Yeah. You've seen these little people on scooters, yeah, yeah. right? So but you yeah. have an app on your phone, and it costs you a dollar a minute or what? I don't even know how much it costs, mm-hmm. but you get on them, you scooter around, yeah. right? Well, people and then in, you just leave it there, right? Yeah, when you're yeah, done, you just leave you just it there. Where it done. is, yeah, and yeah. this is the same. Well, and what I heard was they have this in Europe, right? Mm. In Holland or something, mm. and in the, in Holland or France or wherever, people drive them, they park them, and they yeah. let them for the next person. <laughs> <It's all cool. laughs> where I live, they just hawk them off the cliff. <laughs> they run them over with cars. <laughs> they smash them through windows. Yay. So there's just going to be people. Like yeah. it seems like a good idea, right? Hey, right. you get this little thing; it's real cheap. You can because sometimes something's too far to drive, right? Mm-hmm. Or sorry, oh, too, too close, too, too far to walk, too close to yeah. drive. You know, it's a nice little happy medium. I'll jump yeah, on this yeah. little scooter. Cost me fifty cents. Yeah. But somebody just goes, "Oh, I'm just gonna hawk that yeah. thing through the window." <laughs> yeah. So you got people out there that are just g- gonna break shit, That's and they're gonna sad. they're gonna do they're gonna do mean stuff. They're gonna be problems. Right. Yeah. So yes, if you're on social media, somebody's gonna huck a scooter through yeah. your virtual window yeah. if they get the chance, <laughs> and you got to be ready for that. Yeah. Now, look, that's the way kind of America is, right? America is a little bit more wild mm-hmm. than some other countries. You know, yeah. we we have a little bit more wildness to us. People sure. go out wilding, like yeah. just getting after it, <laughs> and then you throw some booze in the mix. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. True. <laughs> so the same thing's gonna happen in life, right? In so in social media, and you got you can't take it. You can't get you can't get upset about it. Yeah. it there's no the thing is in vir, a virtual scooter thrown thrown through your window isn't real. Yeah. Didn't even you can just don't ignore it. Move on. No factor. But what percentage of that, or should I say in your brain, where if you see a bad or negative comment, like what percentage of that is like you being insecure about something that's actually true? Oh, yeah. that's real too, you know? Yeah. So it's almost like it doesn't matter who says it. Someone you know, don't know, a bot. It doesn't matter because yeah. if it affects you like, oh, I'm insecure about that. It's like it's kind of true, you know? Yeah. And then you go, maybe I should, you know, lift more. I know. But yeah, that's, you know. That's the, the the challenge, right? You gotta, you know. Guess what? Here's what. Here's what the reality you gotta face. You're not superhuman, uh, Superman, right? Yeah, and and people can look at me and be like, "Oh, look at Jocko. He's got gray hair." Brutal. Like, yeah, I do. What? <laughs> <laughs> what am I? How's that supposed to? You know, what am I supposed to do with that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's old. Yeah, I kind of am. I don't think I'm that old. I don't feel old. What's the worst thing that you can remember someone saying about you? Oh, man. (sighs) I don't know. I'd have to go review comments, I guess. Yeah, because there's like there's different types and levels of insult, right? Because some insults are just like complete throwaway. Like one of mine that they they insulted me, they said that I should die. Obviously, like okay, like that's going hard, but it's a it's comment like, after my it's, own heart. It's, 
it's comical how hard they went. Like it's so obvious, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's like that kind. But then if someone said something about like I don't know, I don't, just something that's a little bit more down to earth. Oh, in, like in, like in people, line with reality. People say stuff. People say stuff about your 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 appearances on the Jocko podcast a little bit. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so there's different. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the worst? Because like some people like if they're against the war or something, yeah. they're gonna say some negative stuff about you. Like you know, like. Um, yeah, you know, and it's like, uh, well, if, oh, you supported the military industrial complex. Right, it's like, right. yeah, you're right. I, I I can't have that make me mad. I mean, yeah. that's a, a real thing. Yeah. Uh, by my, my participation in the military and in fighting wars, I definitely, the, the military industrial complex definitely benefited from me. Yeah. So really, that's like the two battles, right, that you're fighting on social media is one to understand it's social media it's not real life mm-hmm. and two is the battle kind of with your own like it's like you guys you guys talk about ha- having an honest self-assessment kind yeah. of thing it's like it's the battle with that kind of a thing you know i wrote leadership strategy and tactics i was like oh, how do you receive criticism from someone that you don't like you yeah. don't respect mm-hmm. and that really you don't think even deserves to give you any criticism. Yeah. And, oh, I, yeah. and I wrote, I was like, oh, what you do in a situation like that is you listen to what they have to say. Yeah. And you try and figure out how you can apply it to make yourself better. I know, but that's like, that can prove as one of the hardest things to do <laughs> ever, ever in life. That is, if, if it's from someone who, A, has no, like, let's say their status, their position in the company, their whatever, they, their expertise, yeah. or whatever, they, they have no business criticizing you yep. or giving you like negative or critical feedback or whatever that's a and b if they do it in like an, a condescending or a mm-hmm. tone that's off in some way they put those things together bro it, it's impossible right. it's, it's borderline impossible check, check this out i've been in situations where i i have been fully approved mm-hmm. and and should be fully authorized mm-hmm. to tell someone something and they've been like couldn't take it couldn't take it yeah, and I'm talking you know you get like a young seal officer yeah. that has that has never been on deployment before literally knows nothing yeah. I'm at the tail end of my career and I have a, a decent amount of knowledge and I might say something like and this wouldn't happen very often and, and usually when it did happen it usually would result in like a real problem because this means the person's just not gonna be not gonna get it mm-hmm. but you know I give them some hey you you might not want to uh, whatever you might not want to push that many guys in the building right, right out of the gate. Mm. Well, what if the oh, okay? Mm. You think to yourself, it's crazy, to th- and I'm not even I'm not being a dick. Yeah, you know, hey, hey, dude, if you're that initial entry, you might want to push everyone in. They might get a little crowded in those first couple rooms. You got so many, and instead of being like, hey, cool, yeah, that makes sense, or even like, cool, I- I'll consider that. Mm. Even that would be, mm. you know, hey, I might not, I'm not right about everything. Just offering a suggestion, mm. but think of that. So, <laughs> if you get someone that's that you that you that doesn't have any business telling you this, and you don't think they have any business telling, but people are crazy, man. Are the crazy. ego, the ego is so crazy. Yeah. The ego is so crazy. People don't even recognize what's happening. Yeah. They don't even recognize what's happening. They can't even. They can't even understand. The ego blinds people so much. That they don't even, they can't detach from it. Mm-hmm. I've had people that I've, that like read Extreme Ownership, read Dichotomy, listen to the podcast, and, and I'm talking to them. And they can't, 
detach and see that, you know, like, um, well, the company's doing this wrong. Hey, I get it. You know what? It sounds like the company that you work with doesn't have great communication. It definitely seems that way. What, What you need to do is adjust the way you're interacting with your boss. Mm-hmm. Well, my boss won't tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But you need to change the way you interact with your boss. Well, why is it my business to change? Like, that's what they're saying to me. Yeah, that's great. And that's pure ego. Yeah. So it's very, very difficult to get that thing under control. That's why what you just said, you, you're almost kind of beside yourself. You didn't almost didn't have the words to express how hard it is to have someone that you don't respect give you feedback yeah. and accept it. You know what's so good though is like let's say your team is getting debriefed and you're getting debriefed by some guy that you don't like and no one likes on the team and then the guy walks away and everyone's and you go yeah he made made some good points it's so disarming you know it's why would that guy's such a piece of shit he shouldn't have well you know he did have a good point about our headcount we could have done that quicker and just you know like let's move on let's just listen to what somebody has to say this is not easy man yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I'll tell you what though, it is it does seem like there's a um a repeated a repeated gravitational pull mm-hmm. that you kind of have to just overcome and then when you overcome it you're like, "Oh." Yeah. You you kind of get break free of it, but it doesn't you you don't break free of your ego one time and now you're like, "Cool." You break free of your ego like 38 times a day. Yeah. 38 times a day something happens where you're like, Oh, like I can't believe Echo's in here telling me that. No, it's like, oh, okay, you know what? Hey, Echo, thanks for the feedback on that. And then you get home and your wife's like, you're late for dinner. And meanwhile, you just worked a 19-hour shift. And your wife's like, you're late for dinner. Mm -hmm. And, you you know, you want to slap back or clap back, whatever the expression (laughs) is, don't slap your wife. (laughs) You want to go hard, right? But what you got to do is you got to break that gravity. That is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe. And we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is, free for all, as long as we can keep it that way. But we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors, and we're doing it so we can give you more control, more interaction, more direct connections, better communications with us. And to do that, we are, we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us. So thank you, it's jockounderground.com. It costs eight, dollars and 18 cents a month and if you can't afford to support us we can still support you just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of until then we will see you mobilized underground